in a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. I'm really quite flattered, and that uh, I hope that this is a manifestation of the fact that I tried to live a good life and tried to actually try to contribute to the society. The world has lost two iconic voices. Rest in peace to Vin Scully and the legendary Bill Russell. Another all-new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing that's oozing out your doggone hands? That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. It's your main man, Big Cliff. As always, thank you for tuning in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. You can hit us up on Facebook and or Instagram at Carolina Sports Talk. Or to be a part of the show, email us, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. You can also hit us up on the Facebook group, Carolina Sports Talk Talks Back. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without some dope step sports to step to. But without further ado, welcome back, your main man and mine, DJ High Star. What's good, bro? Good. What's happening, man? Coming to you straight from the land of Lord Baltimore. Baltimore, Merlin, out here in the streets, dog. Bodymore, Murderland. Yeah, I'm talking about. I, I like to call it. Listen, how's everything going up there, man? You had some old bass, some crab dip, some, 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 uh, Honey hot wings or anything yet, man? All of that. I had old bay, but no old bay to hey, kick it with. Yo. You see what I did there? <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's a Hall of Fame game tonight, okay. and is as you can smell the football in the air, you can start smelling a fantasy football in the air. So I had a quick question for you before we got started. Let's go. In the true essence of this quick hits episode, uh huh. Um, got a text regarding this uh, a particular league. Me and you both know the the manager of the league, and the uh, the asking price for the buy in was a hundred dollars. I was like, nah, I'm cool. This year in particular, being honest uh-huh. with what you know and your hot takes for the season and everything, what's your fantasy league buy in limit this year? And it's funny you said on that. one league on one league. It's funny you said it because I'm literally wrestling with what to set the price for the Carolina Sports Talk League. Last year was a free league and we Wait, wait, wait. We gotta pay exactly what's going on. Wait, I didn't we didn't talk about this in pre show. Uh (laughs) I I wanted to start it in at fifty bucks for the Carolina Sports Talk League. Um I know I but then I was like maybe twenty five, but then I was like, nah, with the caliber of folks that we've been um talking to for the league this year. I'm feeling like that 50 and a winner-take-all type situation right. is where it's going to be. So outside of you being a manager, if you just, uh, you know what I mean, a participant in a league, what's your, what's your, you know, your practical buy-in limit? Knowing that I'm going to be in multiple leagues, 50. Okay, respectable. Because, yeah. I, like, I, yeah. I looked at that 100 piece and I was like, you know, God bless the people that are fully employed and all of that stuff and, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, God, for, you know, giving me my employment and everything like that. But a hundred piece is still a lot to just yeah. just from the situation I'm in. And that's me being honest with myself. And it's like, I don't know the intricate. I might know a little bit about what the Bengals are doing. I might know about what this one or that one doing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what, like, the Vikings offensive line is going to do week one. Or You know what I'm saying? I can't. I don't got the insider information like I normally do. So I can't I can't put it all up there. Put it all, yeah. See, and for me, because I do, <laughs> I ain't worried about it. But it's not so much about, yo, 100 is a lot for one league. Even though it is, it's a lot for one league knowing I'm going to be in at least four this year. 
I can't put and juggling. Damn yeah. time out. Like if I had yeah. two leagues, all right, boom. Let's go ahead and throw that hundred piece. Let's go ahead and throw this fifty piece, and then uh, focus in on these and lock in and get this bread. But considering it, we'll be doing the Carolina Sports Talk League. That the um, fabulous ladies league is going to be doing another year this year. Um, to know that I'm in one NFL league um, with some of my partners, and then I got the Columbia the uh, Cola Riot with the uh, Roaring Riot right, league. Yeah. I mean, to manage all of these and to still be doing the show and to still be working and to still be gigging and my business and, 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 yeah, nah, I don't have the attention span. It's a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to rest it in at a uh, 50 piece. So, what's, the, what's like, what's the absolute most that you would have ever done, period? I think, I, I think I've done, I think I've done a hundred in, in a, in a, in the, year in the past if if not 100 definitely like it, it was definitely 50 but um it was somewhere between 50 and 100 I've, I've never gone over that amount and every time that i do 100 the mentality going in mm-hmm. is like all right i'm donating this 100 like anything <laughs> i hate to have that mentality but, but that's just you so that i could be willing come, to take yeah right just so i could have the peace of mind of like all right this isn't contingent on me winning nine hundred dollars or a thousand dollars nah just consider that hundred gone and then whatever happens after that you know what i mean just allow it to happen type deal see and for me like i don't like the gamble period you know that uh fans y'all may not have known that but um yeah i legit don't like to gamble because i don't like to lose money i work too hard for it you feel me and so to like well, that's why you're cheating spades <laughs> that's why i also don't gamble in spades i absolutely cheat in spades it is what it is uh but i don't gamble in spades because again i don't like to lose no money and so and especially money that i can't control i'm as much as i know and and insider information and all of this research and following these little cornballs outside the airports at um on twitter and stuff to get the insight and all of that's cool but at the end of the day i don't i'm not on that field i don't affect whether or not my money's coming back to me and with that i can't i can't even i can't wang with it but cool matter of fact i'd like to hear some of my fans out there you guys hit us up on the carolina sports talk line let us know what is the most you have ever gambled with and or uh, wagered on fantasy football and we'll go ahead and throw some of the best answers up on the air but without further ado let's jump into this week's episode hi star we are going to do a quick hits episode and i know y'all been wondering yo what's up with the thursday episodes is it new episode thursday now is it net it's not it's just we be busy and so yeah but shout out to y'all for listening and and, and peeping in and i definitely want to give a shout out to last week's guests um uh, i said why do you want to call him dj but um from the dj blaze radio show podcast my man be easy and then from the Relationship Status podcast, we also have my dog Yoshi in the building. Man, them boys was fun, man. It, and it, I, right, I can't minimize what my dog Yoshi does. That's one of his podcasts. One that, of. Facts. That boy be recording, man. He be recording. Rick's eggs and ignorance, the relationship right. status. My dog just be running. He does the um the the Yoshi and uh what's his face podcast, the sports review joint. Like my dog is the hardest working man in podcast, might be, bro. For real, for real. He the, he the time joined the, the podcast game. Right, right. <laughs> but nonetheless, we are doing a quick hits episode. There's been a lot going on in the sports world. So let's just jump into it, man. Uh, first up, the NFL appeals the ruling that Deshaun Watson of the Cleveland Browns should be suspended six games, bro. Um, it was something that we anticipated happening from the beginning. Um, from all accounts, it seems like that was their plan no matter what because they knew that there's their overall structure and or format was broken in the way that they are able to punish their players. Um, before we get into it, Doc, do you agree that they should have appealed? This is the actually getting into it just to be clear. Well, that's, well then in that fact, <laughs> right, let's before, we get, into it to you. before we get into it, let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> Doc, what do you think? Should they have even appealed the, the decision to start first point? My thing is they shouldn't have announced that they were not going to appeal mm, mm. and then double back and said what they was, you know, do what they were going to do. If I'm not mistaken, his representation is now suing the NFL. Absolutely. And they've not yet yeah. submitted, but they said ahead of time that if the NFL came out and appealed that they absolutely would. And it's his representation alongside the NFL PA. Now, I know for certain that the NFLPA said that no matter what the decision, that they were not going to, and they urged the league to do the same. 
I've seen some conflicting reports that the league said, yes, we'll stand by it. And then others said, well, hold on. No, we ain't said that. We said we would like to if it's worth what we want to do. This whole thing is like one of those little shell games. You from New York. You've seen it where you yo, follow the queen. Where the queen? Where the queen? Relax. Oh, man, the Relax. queen ain't here. Son. Wait, let me get your money, B. Um, yeah. So yeah. essentially, that's what it is. Roger Goodell set up the third party individual to, to do all of this in an attempt to remove himself as judge, jury, and executioner. But right. then you also reserve the the option and the ability to say Where he has absolute power. It, it, exactly to say, hey, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, we hired somebody else to do this, but I don't like what they say, so we we just gonna go ahead and be like, nah, that's not good with it. That's crazy it's to crazy. me. Crazy. The only crazy. thing, the only thing crazier than that is that the NFLPA collectively bargained to allow him the ability to do it. And to allow the league the opportunity to say, yeah, we're going to make it look like that, you know, it's an autonomous third party. But then, yeah, if we're not happy with it, we're just going to go and change it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then he still gets to either appoint himself to decide whether or not the appeal is valid or a, quote, another third party person who he is very much going to be like, yeah, now nah, we're not rocking with that. Get him out of here for a whole season. The whole thing is wild to me. I mentioned last week with the fellas that I saw it being like a situation with Tom Brady, Deflategate. He was suspended for four games. It's like, yeah, no, y'all gonna have to holler at me. Played the entire 2015 season as if he wasn't under suspension for four games. And then when he lost the appeal in the offseason that year, then served that appeal for the first four right. of 2016. So it very well could be one of those situations. And if it's not, now I got questions because what's different than him and him? I mean, both of them are quarterbacks. Both of them are franchise level players. Granted, the Deshaun's six- black. <laughs> That's the big thing. <laughs> Wow, thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> but I mean, let's let's keep it a buck. Now, there are those that may say that the circumstances and situations are different um, with regards to deflating some balls and cheating the game, which is still a violation of the policy versus what the orientation or the nature of the crimes are. But although he was never found guilty of anything, we got to keep that in mind. But at the same time, if you want to hang your hat on that token, let's look back at Big Ben. Same situation, he was suspended for six games. I'm yeah. just saying. So either way, if 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 there is some inconsistencies in here, the NFL is gonna have some splaining to do. I mean, it's 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 known as the not for long league and the stuff that the PA, the NFL PA did, um, as far as leaving Roger Goodell with that type of power is some of the reasons that contribute to it being that the not for long league. They don't, you know, as much as they would like to, they don't show up and, and, and uh, rep the players such mm-hmm. as the NBA's players association does. They, they, they don't, I don't think they fight for the players as, as, as hard in, in like, um, and their collective bargaining has been weaker then the NBA, then the, you know, again, we're talking about comparable billion dollar industries, billion dollar sports entertainment industries. It hasn't been, it hasn't been comparable. Um, and, you know, when you, you're just talking big business when you talk this. So you don't know how much of tickets, uh, season mm-hmm. tickets got to do with it. You don't know how mm-hmm. much of that bottom line with Cleveland and the contracts got to do with it. When they cut him that contract, that 200 plus mil contract, you already kind of saw the writing on the wall and, and saw where that it was going to be a mess. Put it like that. And the league has even um, a part of what they're uh, seeking. They're seeking a, a full year long or a, rather an indefinite suspension, which at the minimum would be a year long at that instance. Would it be paid? No. And okay. and they want to find him the way that the Cleveland Browns set up and stipulated, like you just mentioned, the his contract. contract the right. first eight or nine weeks of his of the season would be chump change, and, yeah, and, and in, an ad, in an attempt to say if you're suspended for these games, you know we got your back, Deshaun. Don't even worry about it. We are gonna get that money. And so the league is like, oh yeah, y'all gonna try to circumvent us like that? Hold my beer, I got you. And so down they're trying yeah. to monetarily find him. I've seen, and because it's not based exclusively on his contract, if they came out tomorrow and got their way, they could say, hey, we're finding you two million dollars which would be unprecedented um, for an individual player fine. Uh, and I think they're wanting to make a statement like that. There are, are so many that are out there, chief among them, Sarah Spain. If you guys have an opportunity to listen to any of the ESPN radio programs and or a lot of their television shows, Sarah Spain, uh, Sarah Spain is one of the um, 
one of the pinnacle women voices on the network, but she consistently um, bashes the NFL for their lack of mm. empathy and or catering to women. Now, I'm not going to get into the argument of whether the game of football is a masculine or feminine sport. At the end of the day, we know who the majority of their consumer and target audience are. That's not even an argument. They have made several leaps and bounds, if you're going to be truthful about it, from the from the early days of the league up until now to accommodate women in both leadership, women on the field with regards to coaches. That's still not like a prominent thing, but it's way more than it has ever been at any point in the league's history. All that being said, she got the fallback off the NFL, bro. And I love Sarah Spain's reporting. I love um, she's entertaining. She's thorough. She's accurate. But she be harping on that women's thing like 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 the league just ain't doing nothing. Oh, they're the worst. They've showed us for the one millionth time. That's like, yo, Sarah, relax, bro. Like, we get it. You're a feminist. But at the same time, the facts are the facts. You can't manipulate and change things because you don't like it. I even got into a discussion with somebody on Facebook. It's like, yo, the league is trash for this. Why? Because at the end of the day, the judge, the third party judge, she did a basically according to what their rules stated. Now, if you feel like the rules need to change, that's a whole different conversation that's in itself thing. as well. Yeah. But to be like, oh, the rule, it was just a travesty of justice. It's the way the rules set up, bro. You got to rock with what Absolutely. you got. And and truth, like to kind of put a, 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 you know, screw the cap on this thing. It's really a code of conduct issue because legally mm-hmm. he hasn't, you know, been guilty hasn't been found nothing. guilty it's it's, it's it's strictly a code of conduct thing so you know it, it, it's crazy it's a messy situation as it is um but nothing nothing more than the league uh would want but to be in the headlines over the nba around this time of year well, i don't think it would be for this but right they, right, they right, don't right. mind being in the headlines trust me oh at all one of the things that bothered me there's so much about the cases that weren't put out that now they're calling him predator and he all and and we we we're not going to get into that. But my dog do be wilding though. I got I, I got I got to acknowledge that Deshaun Watson was wilding. He would go into one of the pieces that I did in some research and found out. Um, bro would go into these massages and then say, "Oh, I don't need a towel. I'll bring my own," and then bring a washcloth. <laughs> hmm. And I ain't mean to laugh because he like I understand how that can make some people men and women feel uncomfortable instead of taking a towel and like laying it over himself like you would t- typically do in, in a in a massage he would lay down and then put the washcloth over his genitalia and say all right i'm ready you can go ahead and do with your thing now and then like raise the flag is the, the term that you would call for it and i can see how stuff like that would make pe- people uncomfortable and, and again in a consistent habitual nature allegedly there were over 96 um booked appointments over the course of a year and a half like again if that's his thing that's his thing but bro you got you got to do better than that they're even seeking to only allow him to have team appointed structured and supervised therapeutic massages massages moving forward as it's like yo y'all are really trying to like i would hope that at this point bro if he see a massage studio on the road he's speeding up 10 miles an hour to get on through there and get past it quicker than he has man because at the end of the day deshaun you've been wilding and you brought a lot of this on yourself no matter what now in the news of nfl uh literally just about 24 hours after the game the suspension was initially announced the nfl also announced the resolution of another long-term investigation or long-running investigation around the miami dolphins um dog i'm sure you've heard about it by now but they were found not guilty of deliberately losing to achieve a higher draft pick, but they were found guilty, including the owner, Stephen Ross, of violating the anti-tampering policy on multiple multiple occasions uh, in trying to get Tom Brady to come down to Miami, trying to get Sean Payton to come down to Miami, all while they were members of other teams. Did you get a chance to peep that in, in the headlines recently? Yeah, I did. Um just uh you know the world forgot about brian flores you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and then uh you know his 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 claims and things like that have come have have come back up in other words and like because if you recall this is this was a part of everything that he was alleging and stuff like that um going on a boat or a yacht Mm -hmm. and um you know talking to him about trying to get time and and this and that. So 
I didn't know the Sean Payton thing, to be frank, but it's just a messy league, man. It's, it, it's, it's this, a soap opera league, man. Literally what I was getting ready to say, my dog. This is a soap opera in real life, bro. Just like how scandal and all that be happening in D.C. Yeah. like in real life. Bro, now I will say this. The punishment, I'm, I, I was a little bit shocked that they did it. So in, in details, they took the Dolphins' first round pick in 2023. They took a third round pick in 2024. They suspended the owner from like October all the way through October. He can't attend any league sanctioned functions until after the season and the beginning of next year's league year, um, as well as finding him one point five million dollars. Now, granted, he's a billionaire, so that one point five is a little different for his pockets. But at the end of the day, that's still one point five mil. Like, ain't nobody just going to be like, ha, 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 1.5 million? Here you go. No, like, at the end of the day, he going to feel that a little less than yeah. some of us would. Because if you come to me and be like, yo, we finding you $1,000 right now, I'll be like, hey, 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 I, whoa, whoa, back up off me now. Right. So I get it. Do you think the punishment uh, was fair? Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, you got found guilty. I'm, I'm surprised it wasn't anything more, uh, you know, Surprised it wasn't anything more uh, severe or whatnot. Yeah, but I, I do, I do, I do believe it matches the crime. Uh, I don't because I I don't have a precedent to set it upon, but I do believe yo something has to be done. You it, know what I mean? It's similar to what they did with the Patriots. I will say so for the Deflategate. Tom Brady yeah. got four games. Um, the team was found was uh, had to forfeit their first and fourth. And then the team itself was found was fined fined a million. The Commodores, Commodores, what's the team in Washington? Red Commanders, formerly known as Commanders. The Commanders, I think they were like ten million dollars last year after you know the toxic work culture. But all that was stuff like that was going on, going on. This was some stuff that was like hearsay that they apparently went ahead and proved. Either way, it's a lot, man. Especially when you consider the draft picks, a first and a third in consecutive years, yeah. man. That's 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 big, man. Um, Shout out to the Commodores, man. The, <laughs> the Washington Commodores. Do you mind? Exactly. <laughs> coming, to, coming to a town near you. Right, right, right. Listen, I, we'll get a chance to see them first up. Uh, that's actually our first uh, preseason game. So preseason? hopefully, okay. yeah, hopefully they're playing like the Commodores and, you know, Panthers <laughs> right. can be on the prowl. Cause I'm, exactly. Listen, I once upon a time wanted like, yo, I want to hit everybody's best, like, get them in their best stride and we beat the best teams. Yo, bro, I don't care if y'all missing y'all quarterback, you're starting exactly. line. Like, I just want to win at this point. I'm sick take of losing, Take a W bro. where you can take it, yeah. yeah. Speaking of taking W's where you can take it, did you, pause, did you <laughs> hear that Dwight Howard, bro, auditioned for the WWE? And like you said, I'll take the W where I can take that because it just goes <laughs> to my, support my argument that he's jokey. And he's not top seventy five. All right. Whoa, I just whoa, saw Kevin. Hey, I just saw yo. Kevin Gates. I Shaq. just saw Kevin Gates mm-hmm. punching somebody in some WWE situation in the face, and you know, shout out to Vince McMahon retiring and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this is this is all par for the course for Dwight's career. Here's the thing: the trajectory of my guy's career. Like I'm, I'm go get some shirts made. Make sure y'all check out Great Marketing Solutions. Uh, .net because we got a t-shirt store out here in these streets but uh, I'm going to get some shirts made that say Dwight Howard for the Hall of Fame because at the end of the day he has a Hall of Fame career now does he also have a Hall of Fame jokey career my guy has absolutely achieved two Hall of Fame careers in that who knows he might go to WWE and be the next Mike Tyson be at Wrestlemania you know what I'm saying doing it big he might be the next Brock Lesnar who went from one sport to another, even though he was leaving wrestling and going to another fight. He has the body and the personality, albeit jokey as he is, to be a superstar at the WWE level. Um, he going to need to eat a couple of sandwiches because he is kind of frail compared to some of them. Right. But, but the size, he absolutely fits. And again, that personality, the charisma, it's there. I see it being a fit. You see. My dog realizing that basketball ain't forever. If LeBron can go and make trashy, just, just, disturbingly horrible movies shout out to space jam 2 then why my dog can't go into wwe and travel around and be is the who thing. he is with wwe it's a, it's a it's an aesthetics type of uh sports entertainment and i disagree with you i 
I think, yeah, he has the shoulders for WWE, <laughs> but as far as his height, it's a disparity. It's 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 there's a difference, you know, between you know what I mean. You you got some guys that are six two, six three, even six four out there, mm-hmm. but he's gonna stick out like a sore thumb. Um, it, you know, it, it just aesthetically taller guys have never been like that for the wwe you know what i'm Are saying you sure? when whenever you're talking about acrobatics and off the top ropes and things like that his elbows are going to hit the mat and his <laughs> elbows and knees before he can actually you know what i mean do some kind of like you know front facing belly flop or whatever somersault whatever moves he tries to make it's, it's you know the guy is the guy is an nba player like but anyways, uh, the great Kali, seven foot one, giant. Se- the great Who? Kali, he was the guy that was in uh, Longest Yard. Exactly, bro. But Who? he was also in the WWE. He was a wrestler. Uh, who? Andre, exactly, bro. Andre the Giant, seven foot okay, four. Okay, you're gonna say one Jorge person. Gonzalez, seven seven, Andre giant Andre. Silva, seven foot two, Dilsha Shanky, seven foot outside one. Outside of Andre the Giant, bro, the, give me some people that we care about. The Big Show. Big Daddy all Cool right. Diesel. Come on now. They, all of these guys are 6'8", 6'9", 6'10". Dog, you, t- you said no one. I'm rattling these guys off who are like legendary wrestlers. No, no, no. Ron was Rice was 7'1", bro. There's two legends that you named there. Oh, okay. Dang. Two and a half legends and a whole bunch of like serviceable and wrestlers. like The Undertaker, Kane, 6'10". all of them. Kane, 6'9". Right. They, they had the aesthetic i can't see dwight howard slapping somebody on the neck pause and choke slamming them or whatever like that i can't see it right he's gonna be smiling too much he, nah I, I just bro but, but if you take the rock's each personality each and own. put it in dwight howard's body you got dwight howard bro that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like that guy's got the charisma i'm a fan of dwight howard granted Clearly. i wholeheartedly acknowledge that my dude is jokey i get you i'll give you that but he fits the bill, bro. Him, you shoulders never, and all. You never, you never answered the original question a couple mad, mad podcasts ago. Is how many NBA 2K11 games did he win for you when we were back in Orangeburg, bro? Because this, this love affair that you got with the guy is crazy, all right? He clearly won you mad games on PlayStation 3 or whatever like that. Um, you know. <laughs> and two back then. But nonetheless... I, I I respect his career, I, and I hate the I hate the hate that he get because he jokey. Because again, I'm never going to argue that my guy's not jokey, but he's like the dude cool to me, man. Like, and his career, the stats speak for themselves. He got championships, he got uh, MVPs, he's got, he's got defensive championships, plural. He's got a championship. Thank you. Like, hey, let's... watch this. How many Barkley got? Oh, okay. Oh uh, no, but I'm just saying you got to. Keep everything in context and and be very factual with your words, bro. You can't just slip that out. He's got championships. No, he doesn't. He got one. He got one. That's all that matters. Chris Paul ain't got none. Listen, bro. I'm I'm just just going off of what you said. Listen, and what I said is he has a championship. Uh, I'm I'm correcting. I'm getting it right. He's got a championship. Multi-time MVP. uh, No, no. He's got two. One MVP. He got an MVP. Multi-time defensive player of the year, um, all NBA six times. Like my dude has got a Hall of Fame first ballot Hall of Fame career. Now, granted, again, he's got a first ballot jokey Hall of Fame as well. But nonetheless, he he deserves to be in the NBA. Excuse me, in the NBA Hall of Fame. And if he want to go and do something in the off in the off season and or give up a hope, find a new career, let him go ahead and do it. Somebody else who needs to might look at another career. Man, shout out in in. Hopefully she heals quickly. Paige Bucket Beckers uh, tore her ACL in an off-season mm. pickup game. It is, in fact, the same knee that she had um, some injuries with last year. Missed significant time. Tried to come back in the national championship. Gave some buckets to South Carolina, but you know they wasn't having none of it. Um, the 20-year-old uh, is is going to miss the entire 2022-2023 season. I'm sure they'll give her an extra year of eligibility, but... If you're Gino, how upset are you that she even playing pickup games in the offseason? Um, so quick story. I again my high school is Fort Dorchester High School, um, home of Carlos Dunlap. 
these are guys that came after me. Um, uh, Robert Quinn and uh, Super Bowl champion Byron Maxwell. So Byron Maxwell, I was already at Claflin. It was his junior year. He committed to Clemson verbally. And I believe this is prior to the um, – what's their, what's their head coach now? Dabo Sweeney. Dabo. I think it was pre-Dabo days when they still had the Bowden, okay. uh, when they still had Bowden there. I believe. Um, verbally committed to Clemson as a cornerback. That summer, he's hooping, breaks his leg. Mm. Clemson still kept their scholarship offer for him. Mm-hmm. He had to sit out his whole senior year um, with, with uh, Fort Dorchester. Mm-hmm. You know who the maddest person was? Not Bowden, but Fort D's head coach, Steve LaPrade. Okay. Couldn't, you, couldn't use him at all right. senior year. And this guy is about to go off. I got this guy a D1 scholarship and all of that stuff, but I can't even use my guy. I know Gino is tight right now. Are you kidding me? Like, (laughs) the reason I give that story is I believe Steve LaPrade kind of put in a clause for his superstar players that y'all are not, no, y'all not doing no pickup basketball in the offseason. Y'all not playing basketball for the varsity team. Y'all not wrestling or whatever the case is. Y'all not doing none of that. I need y'all for football. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the type of the type of program that Gino runs out there, I know that he's tight. I know that he's tight. Yo. There's this type of things that you hope never happens. But when it does happen, you look back in hindsight and be like, yo, how avoidable was this? Could I have? What could we have done did differently? I do? <laughs> right. In corporate world, they call it a look back, look ahead. <laughs> they needed to look back when she got hurt last year and look ahead at what the future was going to be and tell her, girl, you better sit down and not play no basketball and don't pick up. Now, it's not yet been reported. Um, it'll be interesting to see where she was, who she was with, uh, and under the, the full parameters um, that it was. And kind of go from there. But it, it, there's so many stories. Have you seen the movie Hustle on Netflix? No. Good movie. Uh, it's an Adam, Sam, Adam Sandler movie. Oh, it just dropped. Yeah, with, um, Mary. When, he's, when he's recruiting. Yeah, um, yeah, I did see that. I did see that with Queen Latifah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, um, I did see that. I literally just watched it last night. Good, good, good movie. If you guys haven't checked that out yet, you got you you want to go see that one. It's a good it's a good watch. Um, but he brought Buddy over from Spain um, to to give him a workout and, and try to get him to the next level and have him do all the things that, that he wants him to do there in in America. And the first night in the, in the, in the hotel, Buddy's like. Yeah, I can't do this. I got to go play ball. And it's out of some park not far from the hotel in Philly hustling some kid out of his money. Yeah. It's like you got to keep your mind on the ultimate prize. What are you here for? What's the what's the end game? I'm not fitting to do anything that's going to jeopardize my long-term broadcasting career trying to get some quick money. I'm not going to get out here. Like I've got an event this afternoon out here in Rock Hill. I'm not going to get out there. Fuck, but- like flex, like you know, a little something humble. I'm not gonna get out there and be like, "Yo, pump ESPN and all these other radio stations and anybody who might give me a job." Like, yo, later for y'all. No, I'm not gonna do anything that, as we tell our young adults in my profession, is career limiting. You have to consider those things and have that vision to not be out here hooping in the off season. Like I get staying in shape and all that, and that's why I say I'll and the love of the game and all of that. Yeah, love it is money, dog. Go get this bread. So I get all that, and that's why I'm going to reserve judgment until ultimately the details come out on where she was and what she was doing. If she's working out and that happens, cool. If she was at the YMCA on the block playing with her homegirls and homeboys and whomever may else be, nah, nah, nah. You just sound kind of you. You seem a little out there for me right now so yeah we, we, we either way we wish her much success in uh, in her healing of that acl um prayers, hope, yeah definitely. prayers up that she can definitely heal quickly prayers up also for britney griner y'all we've talked about it multiple times here on the program about how she's been essentially a political pawn um, between russia and continued um issues and or whatever they got going on with us here in america but she was recently found guilty in the russian drug trial for having 0.73 grams of hemp oil or uh, weed oil, essentially, 
with her. It was something that she said was an accident. She used it here for pain management in the States, was packing the rush to get her bags. Now, there were several U.S. officials who told her, yo, with the way everything is going right now, you might not want to go to Russia. She's like, no, but I love my team. She was, again, trying to get that bread. I'm not even mad about that. But you can't, like, you've heard of football players, basketball players who have guns in their bags when they get, like, if you're going to the airport and you know that there's a chance you got guns and weed and whatever else in your junk, you legit, like, you make enough money to have people check your stuff for you. I don't buy the story that she was trying to, like, like she forgot it was there. I get why they would use it. But ultimately, she's been found guilty of that and sentenced to nine years in a Russian jail. Bro, what what are your thoughts? Um, shout out to the Carolina Sports Talk troll, and uh, also Trey. You know the guys that believe. Uh, well, she did the crime; she should do the time, and this and that. But this is clearly, you know, excessive. Um, I hope that is something that her legal team was kind of anticipating or forecasted, and something that they've been speaking hopefully to. Uh, our top brass and our diplomats regarding the swap, in other words, or the the trade about. Um, but this is this is excessive. Um, again, the the sad thing of it all to me is ultimately they're trying to, as as women, they're trying to um, expand their their revenue streams and get more money. Right. You know, playing in these different leagues and. The spotlight that she puts on Russia hooping for them to me was, you know, a benefit to that nation. In in other words, you know what I'm saying? And and something that they could have definitely thrived off of or fed off of. Not to say that she should get superstar treatment and preferential things and stuff like that. But this is superstar treatment in in, in the inverse manner. And, and I think she's being, you know, of course, we, we talked about it at nauseum and, you know. It, the news just broke today, but it it is uh, it's just unfair, I believe the uh, the sentence. But like I said, if this is a part of a greater plan, and her legal team was expecting this or forecasting this and putting together a package to to get some Russian arms dealer back over to Russia, and you know this is all par for the course, then fine. But it just the news in the way that it hit, the gravity of the news hitting is is wild there are three two points and one question that i want to give to you one point is after all of this is finally resolved what type of shape is she going to be in ready to play basketball at any point again exactly forward? either not just physically but mentally mentally absolutely after having after to what endure she's been through all of this that's one two um your to, to one of the points that you just said she, in fact, chose to go and play in Russia. There were offers for her to play in a lot of different other countries, one of which being Greece, um, another, a lot of other places where it wasn't just snowy, cold behind Russia. And she chose to go there. Her defense team actually attempted to use that as one of its points in its um, defense to say, hey, she chose to be here. She does not mean any ill will towards Russia. She made the choice to come here, which brought attention to us, which brought money, which was a benefit to us as a country. Um, and so she's actively contributing to us. And here we are trying to persecute her and prosecute her for a mistake, something that was a simple misunderstanding. Um, needless to say, it did not work. It was not something that the judge um, was buying. She even mentioned that it was a failed attempt at, you know, trying to get off on something and neglect the responsibilities of her actions. My question for you is knowing that the individuals that the Russia wants to swap for Brittany Griner have committed atrocities and are responsible for American deaths. Do you feel that President Biden and the legislation should make a deal to swap her for somebody of that caliber? As unfortunate as it is, I, I think I think they should. Um, I think at this point in the game, it's a part of it's a part of these political games that are being played. Um, we we had we took an unfortunate route to see the view and the perspective that we're seeing right now of how these political games are being played and stuff like that and how how life is just life is a huge game that a lot of times we don't have 
the control over the, the game controllers of, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I, I definitely uh, think that, you know, I hate to say it like this, but whatever to get her home because of the hard ball that, that Rush is playing. I'm, I, I will be careful not to say whether or not we should or shouldn't. But you'll know it when but I you say ask this. me. But, but you'll know it when you when I say this. If I get caught in another country and they want to be able to bring murderers back to swap me, y'all don't bring me back. I'll, I'll be all right. Not not for some murderers, not for folks admirable. who have taken admirable. some American lives, bro, so for some for some scum who could potentially come back out here and do more damage. That's martyrdom. Yeah, nah, don't get me, bro. Leave me where I'm at. I'm good. Not not for, not not for some not for some scum like that, dog. No. Now, if they talking about swapping me for some ice cream men who was feeding kids bad ice cream and sour milk made their tummies hurt, nah, nah, come get me, cuz. <laughs> I high five them on the way through and, uh, and I'm gone. But for somebody of that level, Nelson Mandela, it's not worth it. You said it, it already. Yeah. That's, that's martyrdom. I, I applaud that. I applaud that. Yeah. Well, nonetheless. Now, go ahead. I was going to, yeah, I was going to say, speaking of, uh, like you mentioned, having your bags checked and, and needing to have somebody to check your bags. <laughs> Former NBA player and star of Showtime's The Shy, Iman Shumpert, a.k.a. Rob on The Shy, <laughs> was caught at a Texas airport carrying six what we call ozones. Mm. All right. Back, back at the. Back in the Berg, he used to call them zips, right? Mm. But six OZs of marijuana at the airport. Um, six OZs, six zips. If you look at his mugshot, he definitely looks high That's in like his mugshot. <laughs> yes. Um, secondly, I think he asked uh, the officials at the airport when he got when they stopped his bag and stuff like that is this something that we can get uh resolved like i'm i need to make it to la whatever he said i need to get to la is this something that we can have resolved they were like nah nah like you're coming with us so um like i said it's it's been a great show of transitions i think the, the lineup of our show today has been real you know succinct if you will but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah my man got caught up not with no vape pen, but with six of them fangs on them. And not point .73 grams. Like, sh- like Shorty yeah. has the stuff that you be like, Achoo! oh, what happened to it? It's gone? Right. What happened? Right. My guy got six point, well, hold on. I want, I want to be real specific. 6.12 of them things. Bruh, in what so realm? In, in what? Granted, like, <laughs> go ahead. Well, what you were going to say. In what realm what? Dog, in what realm do you as an individual who is six foot twelve and looking like you look with like bro, there is nothing about you that feels like you make me think you could think you could get through with this, bro? Like that that part. So like, there's two things. <sighs> in the shy, in the show the shy, uh-huh. He does play the plug, the weed plug. He was doing so research maybe, for the <laughs> This is method method <laughs> acting, perhaps. But secondly, um, six zips. He was he was charged with like felony mm-hmm. possession, I believe. So they might bump it up to like trafficking and, and stuff right. like that. They might start moving the type, that type of stuff. But these NBA guys, you know, as as your boy Montrez Harrell will tell you. <laughs> but these NBA guys, they 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 don't just move around with just you know what I mean. Oh, I got I got a pack on me, and they mean that they got you know a half a zip or 14 grams on them or something like that. No, these guys are running around with, you know what I mean? Pound with them things on yeah. them. Right, right, right. And I think, I think to the point, because what Montrez Harrell got caught with him getting caught with six zips, I think it was definitely a personal stash personally. That's what I think at that, at that NBA level, he wasn't looking to sell these six right, ounces right, in LA right, or nothing like that. that. Right. Right. He, he just but like, still, foolishly like this is not a britney grinder situation you can't tell nobody like oh i mess around and forgot i got 
I accidentally got like, hey y'all wait don't don't check my bag and then it was his book bag it wasn't like he was like checking the bag no this is your carry on this is on your person at all times bro like oh my dog dog yeah. ain't had six grams he ain't like to try to get that nah, personal nah. Da, 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 one woman let me slide it in my boxers real quick type situation now nah, my dude legit was like with six whole o's out here like <laughs> yo like I don't even have no sympathy for bro and I like dog with his beautiful wife. You know what I'm saying? And his beautiful family. I love my dog, man. Yeah. Like, but, but nah, yeah. bro. You're out here like Gucci, man, at the airport thinking that you can. And I think it was this destination that probably had him thinking that. You landing in L.A. And I think I think the rule or the law is uh, when you're flying into L.A., if you can get there, you're good, I believe. And then also when you're flying out of L.A., it's like you're good flying out. But where you land when you get at, there. <laughs> yeah, it's game, fair game for whatever. So, you know, uh, prayers up to Amon Shumpert's family for that whole situation. Um, I, this next story is, I, I can't even give a transition to it. I just got to go straight in and kind of ask you. I hope, I don't know if you have any context with it. I got a little bit of context with it. Mm-hmm. But Tiger Woods, bruh. Because when I first saw this on, on social media, I was like, oh, that's Cap. I don't even use the word cap. All right. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that's cap. Nah, there ain't no way. There's no way in the heavens. But Tiger Woods was offered 800, not 1,000, not $800, bruh, mm-hmm. but $800 million. 800 million. To be specific, it was 700 to $800 million <laughs> to play in the LIV league or um yeah golf league out in saudi arabia um this golf tournament um to give a little bit of background greg norman is i believe the ceo or the operating uh um owner of the the vibe of or president rather of the the liv league and they're essentially a wcw to the pga's wwe Mm -hmm. so Thoughts, bro. First of all, first of all, my fault. Before I give, before I throw it to you, but Tiger is quoted as saying that he believes that the the players that did leave the PGA to go and play for LIV, um, for lack of better terms, are sellouts. Yes, and that they sold the PGA out. But but your thoughts on it? So there's a lot of different elements to this. Um, first of all, <laughs> Live Golf is one that is. Um, it is essentially, I like the way you put it, WCW to the WWF, with the exception that the founders, a lot of that money that they have is blood money. Um, when when, exactly. you're, when you're considering the trafficking that happens in, in many parts of the country where these people hail from, um, the, 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 the blood diamonds, the, the just the overall shadiness that goes on out there is, is that's, that's, that is what it is. I'm not even going to touch that. There's no discussing that. Number one, who are who are they? They're like that's literally what they do out there in them streets. So that's that. Now let's look at the money. When they first started and had their first tournament, Phil Mickelson was one of the initial guys to go over there and it's like, hey, I'm going to get this bread. The PGA realized in in an attempt to say, hey, we don't want our golfers going over there, they started issuing bans to players who are tour card carrying tour members and say hey if you go and play in these events we're going to suspend you and rather than address the issue like and openly say hey we're standing up for human rights and da 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 they people would be like yo so where's phil mickelson oh i'm not sure maybe he's you know we know he's over there but um maybe he's doing this and that no y'all are like they were suspending folks and not telling them it just recently came out that they were issuing the suspensions and when i say recently this is almost, it's been around for about a year and a half, almost two at this point. You got players like winning, uh, like Henrik Stevenson won a $4 million for the tournament. Second place won 1.8, um, tied with Dustin Johnson, Mac, uh, Matthew Wolf. Carlos Ortiz won one point. You can go all the way down to the 48th place who got 200 bands, bro. $200,000 mm. for 48th place. 
There is no doubt that Marcus the money, Burgess can get 48th place. Bro, if he wanted to go across there and play in one of those tournaments in Ireland, in, in, in Saudi Arabia, dog, Justin Smith, the Carolina Sports Talk resident golfer, could go in there and finish dead last and go get a hundred and something plus life changing. You see what I'm saying? And so the money is absolutely there and they've been doing that and throwing that money. Like you mentioned, 800 million to try to get tiger. Now what's going to happen is as the PGA tour championship approaches their live has actually filed a lawsuit and, or their representatives have to try to get some of their tour players, the guys that have been playing with them, get these bands reduced so they could have chances to win the championship and, and, and really cement and concrete their legacies over in the PGA. The PGA is going to lose this fight. And here's why. Although the founders and the origin of this money is dirty and grimy and scummy at the end of the day, that money green and that money real long. Um, the more that the players realize that there is a removal and or separation. Say, Oh God, listen, my bad. I, I heard that one. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> Carolina Sports Talk. Talk. Listen, he don't have the email. I heard that one myself. Separatists. I don't know where I was going with that one. But there is a separate but equal, if you would, element to that money now. It's still long, bro. And so they're going to be more and more players. Dog, Tiger, I think, realizes he didn't want to go over there and just lose because it would be looking like he ran away from the PGA and he, oh, they're sellouts and they're, da, da, da. No, they got, they got the money you got already, first off. Second of all, Shout out to Tiger for declining 800 mil because um, I'd have been over there with one of with some little uh, turban do rap hair things. I would have had a camel. I would have had a four wheeler. I'd have been looking like um, uh, Puffy and Mace in the Can't Nobody Hold Me Down video. <laughs> All right. Listen, I'd have had to go get that bag. And I realized that several of my comments today have made me seem like I'm about that money. But at the end of the day, bro, I think I'm about that money at this point in life, man. I've been altruistic. I've been the individual who's worked as a a means of giving back and being a part of the community, which is still essential to who I am. But somebody got to pay me at this point. And so I'm not like mad at none of them boys who go and do that. Again, it's not like you over there. Oh, I'm taking your money and I know you like kill somebody yesterday or nothing like that or like hey could you please wipe the blood off the check before you hand it to me i'm sure it's nothing like that hopefully but um live golf is actually and honestly going to be the future because their money like even with um if you look at uh um charles charles barkley they brought him over in an attempt to try to get him to announce some of his some of their games and he went over and said hey i'm gonna listen to them they're gonna call me they got money. I'm just trying to get a check. I, it'd be rude listen. of me not to listen to them and understand what they're going to do. Like, that. It's always, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, no, 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 but it's always, it's always tough. So one of the points Tiger made is a lot of these players that quote unquote sold out the PGA or turn it back on the PGA use the P- same players that use the PGA to build their brands up which is unfair for Tiger to say, in my opinion, because the PGA is a monopoly, as yes. a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of those players would say. So similar to boxing, right? You've got different commissions and different organizations in boxing. Um, and I know I brought up the WCW comparison, but here's another comparison. New York radio stations, hip-hop radio stations. Mm. Hot. Hot 97 had been running... New York hip-hop radio throughout the 90s and in the early 2000s. In the early 2000s, there was a small startup station, um, probably around like 2010, maybe 2009, 2010, right when Twitter and all that stuff was popping. Mm -hmm. And their their name was Power 105. Mm -hmm. Small at the time, but they were looking to make a splash in the industry and kind of break up some of the stuff, the monopoly that Hot 97 had going on. Right. So you get personalities initially like Ed Lover, a New York staple and things like that. But then you get your DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God, and Angela Yee have the Breakfast Club. And now Power 105 is competing with your Hot 97s. Right. Just like when WCW... Um, you know, they got your NWO and, and all of that type of stuff. Monday Night and they Wars, started baby. really right. So you really start seeing them compete 
with the WWF. The same situation, I believe. Like those guys and live just simply want to build this brand up and say, hey, PGA is not the only game in town. We're here and we're here to stay. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It, it, it is what it is out there, man. But like you said, to your point, $800 million, bruh, I'll take $10 million of that, take care of my legal troubles, and <laughs> still have $790 million, bruh. I don't care how much of a hypocrite it makes me look like, none of that stuff. I'm, I'm hitting that home run out the park. You Earth know time. what I'm saying? That, and speaking, go ahead. The PGA is not going to stop until Liv does what WWE did and say, you know what? Don't worry about it. We'll just buy you. <laughs> Indeed. Right. They got the bread right. to do it. They they like they got the bread to do it. They they have bees behind theirs, bro. Like hundreds of bees behind theirs, bro. So like, yeah, they better not pick that fight with them, man. Yes. Speaking of bees, let's talk about this blockbuster baseball trade going on yeah man i do this a little bit man and try to try to connect the dots where i can sometimes but anyways um as we as we were gone Mm -hmm. uh you know taking our week break the san diego padres have acquired 23 year old outfielder juan soto from the Washington Nationals, along with first baseman Josh Bell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which ain't um, no slight little thing, but go ahead. Yeah. Now, the return package that um, that the Nationals received includes prospects as far as Mackenzie Gore, left-handed pitcher, outfielder Robert Hassel III, shortstop C.J. Abrams, outfielder James Woods, right-handed pitcher Jarlin or Yarlin Susana. Um, and the Washington also gets veteran first baseman D.H. Luke Voigt. However, the big winner of this trade, um, not not the big winner is not only ESPN because they got to talk about this for a while, but it's, 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 it's truly the Padres. All of the baseball um, analysts and the baseball savants of the world they are um, speaking of how this makes their, their the Padres lineup nearly unstoppable. They have a, a nice left, right hand, left handed um, rotation as far as like or lineup rather as far as hitters. But also, again, the fact that Juan Soto, we were just talking about him mm-hmm. and uh, the home run derby talks mm-hmm. or whatever like that. But he's only 23 years old. So that's, again, comparable to getting. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. in his prime, comparable to getting Albert Pujols in his prime, you know, as far as like that, I think it was what the Tex A-Rod with the the Texas Rangers and the Yankees thing, but even like younger than the A-Rods of the world when he got traded type stuff. This is like, this is blockbuster and like, like to the point where baseball uh, analysts and stuff are saying like one of the, the most blockbuster trades in the history of the game because of how young this guy is. Right. Your thoughts on the trade? First of all, I hated it. <laughs> Me as well. Uh, I wanted to see him in pinstripes um, and not that doodle brown pinstripes. I wanted to see him in, in the Yankee blue. Honestly, though, I'm a little nervous because you got him. You got Tatis. Exactly. You got Manny Machado. You got, like, them boy got some Bats yeah and and although the yanks and we'll i know we got we'll talk about them in a minute we got our own things going on up in new york bro like that's that's kind of scary bro because who you going who in the playoffs who can you pitch around you just got to get lit up and or hope that your pitching can at least it's like that exactly or can at least try to could trick them or something it's uh I understand why they did it. Um, looking at some of his numbers, bro. His on base percentage right now, um, well, excuse me, from 2018 up until now, is a 427. If you look at the first three years or a three year span like that of comparable players, first of all, he's in the top five. He's number two. The only person above him was Ted Williams with a 0.481. Your boy is, he is for power. He has for percentage. Um, he's a good fielder. He's got an accurate arm. I watched, bro. What is going on with the background? 
mm-hmm. I've watched bro in in the far corners throw on a rope to home and throw out the runner, bro. And I was just like, men shouldn't be oh, able to throw different. that strong, bro. Like, different. <laughs> and that's yeah. accurate. And like you said, for him to be 23, I, God, God forbid any uh, injuries, but like he could be good for a while. And that could be, I, I, I now it will take still like the, with any other super team, it's going to take them coming together a little bit. Um, how they'll manage in the clubhouse and in the dugout uh, w- remains to be seen. And, oh, well, I'm not getting one of my numbers and I'm, the, you know, all that's still to, to be kind of sought out. But ultimately, it looks like a good trade for the Padres. And it's got to be something big for us to be like harping on baseball like this. Like, well, I know you and I both watch it and we'll, we'll you know, we, we, we peep our Yanks and I think you will check out the Mets and stuff sometimes too. But like, overall, this is a big deal. Like you said, this, yeah. that's a big deal. Shout out to my dog, Be Easy, because that's, you know, that's interesting. But nonetheless, it's huge, bro. Pause. Absolutely. Nah, absolutely. And to your point, I wish that we could have landed him, the Yankees could have landed him to add to the firepower that we got going on out there in New York. Um, one of the main people that we have uh, is the judge. Here come we the all judge. rise. Here come the judge. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, Aaron Judge is having an MVP season. Uh, right now, the guy's got 43 home runs, already has 93 RBIs on pace um, to to hit 60 or 60-plus home runs. Um, of course, he's going to have more than um, more than 100 RBIs, of course. Uh, I think he's projected to have mm, about 142 RBIs with the games that are left and things like that. Uh, they project him to have around 66 home runs if he keeps up at this pace right now. Uh, the only thing about it, the Yanks had a chance to go ahead and lock him in. Mm, that's exactly where I was going with it. <laughs> and now he's going to break the bank somewhere. I'm just hoping that it's in New York. You know, we we got the bread, so I'm hoping that we can do everything to avoid this being one of the biggest blunders in sports history if we let this guy go um but you know they the yankees tried to play that long game and allowed him to bet on himself and he came back this season and said oh hold my beer don't believe me just watch (laughs) exactly y'all watch this i got you in april cashman offered him 213.5 million dollars for seven years and at that time i was like yo why is he not taking this he's out of out of you know he spent time hurting i didn't say it out loud thankfully so y'all can go search it y'all ain't gonna find it <laughs> but I, I i was really doubting buddy i'm not even gonna lie so much so i'm looking in my closet right now and i'm looking at a jersey and it's not it's not an aaron judge jersey um, mm. that I, I I bought while he was on the team, and I was like, man, I do nice, but he ain't like that, you know what I'm saying? And now here he is with 43 <laughs> home runs in uh July. What is this August? Yeah, and uh, third every, of the season left, and dang there, every um, swing of the bat, this dude is. Um, see ya. Right. <laughs> I. I mm, mm, yeah. Nah. We. Uh, yeah. You, we are. <laughs> I'm hoping that they're going to break the bank and pay him because at the end of the day, he's going to probably end up closer to um, 350, 350 mil. Yeah, it's going to be monumental, whatever he signs for. Like I said, the Yankees, they got it. But let's just hope that they, they spend it on, on him. And, um, you know, I always kind of get on you about the Lakers building up a team, and that's mm-hmm. my. Is you did good this year, this week. I, I'm the one who brought up the Lakers, but I um, always get on you about that <laughs> stuff. Whenever it comes to the Yankees, I never mind. Let's let's buy whoever we can buy and get whatever we got to get done. All right, we had to purchase the steroids, a rod. We had to <laughs> do a bunch of different things. So. I don't care. Baggy and jersey now, CC. In this, in this situation, it's a different generation of baseball player. They they came when 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 um when Mike McGuire and Sammy Sosa was doing their thing, even Barry Bonds, these guys were children, you know. These guys were younger, so they they saw it on TV, but you know, um since then the things that the MLB has had to deal with when with regards to performance enhancing drugs 
and curbing that and trying to, you know, do whatever they had to do to to not make that a big PR nightmare as it was for them again. Mm-hmm. These guys have been coming in and he is an anomaly. There, there are certain guys that stand out, the Juan Sotos of the world, that just are different. And this guy is different. First, you know, he's paused, but he's jacked. He's a freaking freakish, like, like specimen or athlete, but it, he's different. When he hits the home run, it looks A-Rod-ish, like kind of like just reminiscent of those home run hitters in the past that is nothing for the ball to leave the the, the stadium. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Off of their bat. Looking real Mark McGuire-ish. And, and Absolutely. Here's, here's the scary part. With the recent implementation of the uh, universal DH, Bruck could be doing what he's doing for a long time. A very long time. That- <laughs> you need a league, right? Man, oh man, oh man. I'm just, like you said, at this point, I don't even care if he busts. You, we can't let him go. Like, I don't think he will be. Knock on wood, I'm hoping he's not. But we can't let that dude walk, bro. Cannot I do agree. It. Cannot do it. Well, dog, I think that's going to do it for this week's Quick Hips episode, man. Um, anything you want to highlight to people before we get out of here? Um, look, people, I, you know, at this point, we're using it as propaganda. Um, quick Hits <laughs> is just for the marketing of it. As you can see, it the episode quick. is just as long. Yeah, just as long as a regular episode would be. So, but shout out. <laughs> Shout out to my dog, Big Cliff, and, and the gig that you got this weekend, uh, or today, rather. I also have a gig oh. in Columbia. If anybody's in the Charleston area, we do have, I believe it's our 11th annual or 12th mm-hmm. annual High Star Alumni Weekend down there, where we highlight and showcase those high schools in the Charleston area and their alumni uh, with a basketball tournament on Friday and Saturday. So go down there, definitely support my counterpart, my business better half, my dog, JB, uh, Dr. JB Buford down there in Charleston, man. And, and make sure that y'all show some support and some love to, to High Star Entertainment if y'all are down there in the Charleston area. Um, it's going down, I believe, at Cane Bay High School. Or, um, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll put it up. We'll put it up. We'll put it up where it's at. It's in North Charleston, though. It's Check out the social media. <laughs> right. Well, that's going to do it for us for another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. As always, thank you for tuning in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. Yo, we got some things cooking, man. Some interviews coming. Big things rolling. If you want us to be a part of your community, a part of your school, part of your network, your area, whatever it is, hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line. Click at carolinasportstalk.net. You can also be a part of the show by emailing or hitting us up on the Facebook group. Yeah, I know, right? Houseway. Facebook group, Carolina Sports Talk. Talks back. Until next week. Peace.